Konnichiwa! Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Nihongo Master Podcast. It's Azra, your host, bringing to you part 2 of Basic Keigo in our language series, Study Saturday. If you've tuned into our first Basic Keigo episode, you'd recall we mentioned a couple of times actually the importance of Keigo in the work environment in Japan. Formality is pretty strictly adhered to, even before you get the job. Keigo is used from the first steps of the interview processes to the actual day-to-day in the office. In the previous Study Saturday episode, we looked at the honorific form part of Keigo. Today, we're going to look at the humble form. Both parts of Keigo are equally important. That's why they're covered as basic Keigo. The humble form is a step up from the honorific form though. So, if you haven't checked out the previous Study Saturday episode, I highly recommend tuning into that one first before getting into this one. For the rest of us, are we ready? Let's get started. The honorific form is called Kenjogo in Japanese. This form of Keigo, which is the Japanese formal speech, is similar to the honorific form in the sense that both are used to show respect to the person you're talking to. However, the difference is that Son Keigo, the honorific form, is used to show respect to particular people and when the subject isn't you. When you want to refer to yourself doing the actions, you have to use Kenjogo. Kenjogo is showing respect to the recipients by humbling yourself, hence the humble form. Let's look at how to conjugate it. For verbs, all you have to do is add o or go before the word. Then, change the verb to its stem form before adding suru. O is added to words with Japanese origin and go is to those with Chinese origin. For example, matsu to it becomes omachi suru. For verbs that end with suru already, you just add o or go at the beginning. The basic rule when using the humble form is to always have a recipient for your actions. But it can depend. If you use a verb without a recipient, which is only limited to a few exceptions, it's conveyed as extra modesty. Before we get into it, let's look at the exception verbs first. There are a lot of exceptions to the humble form conjugation, just like the honorific form. I'll be listing them now, just like the previous time, so listen up. Iku, to go, and kuru, to come, changes to ukagao or mairu. Ukagao is used only when there's a recipient to the action. Mairu is used for both with and without a recipient. Iru, to be, becomes oru and used only without a recipient. Taberu, to eat, and nomu, to drink, becomes itadaku and can be used for both with and without a recipient. Iu, to say, becomes mosu or moshiageru. Mosu can be used with and without a recipient, while moshiageru is used only when there's a recipient. Miru, to see, becomes haikensuru and is used only when there's a recipient. Suru, to do, becomes itasu and can be used with or without a recipient. Shitteiru, to know, becomes zonjiteiru and is used with and without a recipient. Ageru, to give, becomes sashiageru and is only used with a recipient. Morau, to give, becomes itadaku and is only used with a recipient. Phew. Okay, that's a ton of information, even for me. So as you can see, not all of words can be used without a recipient for the action. For example, iku can be used without a recipient. Let's say, Koe ni mairimashita. I went to the park. There is no recipient. Then this sentence shows respect to the listener. Now, if you say, Yamamoto-san no ie ni ukagaimashita. I went to Yamamoto-san's house. See, there's a recipient. So, the respect is given to Yamamoto-san. You can also use the humble form with nouns that indicate actions. For example, 
odenwa, which means phone call, or ohanashi, which means speech or story. So if you say, daiji na ohanashi ga arimasu, it's a humble form already and translates to, I have something important I need to talk with you. Okay, you've made it to the end of the grammar section. Let's quickly recap, shall we? The humble form shows respect to recipient of your actions. The basic conjugation is to add o or go to the stem form of a verb and adding suru after. Matsu becomes omachisuru. There are a few exceptions to this conjugation and rule. You can also use nouns that indicate actions in the humble form by adding o or go at the start of the word. Now we're going to move on to some example situations. As usual, we'll have a few role-playing scenarios using the new grammar point we just learned. So usually, keigo is often used in the work environment, but you can often hear it spoken by service staff, so it's best to be familiar with it. Our two examples will be looking at various situations. The first one is at the workplace. Lisa is talking to her supervisor, Tanaka-san, on Monday morning after a long weekend. Ah, uh, Lisa-san, ohayou gozaimasu. Shoumatsu wa doe deshita ka? Ohayou gozaimasu, Tanaka-san. Tashi no shoumatsu wa yoroshikatta desu. Kasuko to ishou ni ika o mini mairimashita. Tanaka-san no shoumatsu wa ika ga deshita ka? Yokatta desu ne.僕は別に週末中ずっと働いてましたけど、あ、ちなみにクライアントから小包をまっています。彼はそれをどう呼びに送ったから、もう届きましたか？そうですね。郵便が来たかどうか見てまいります。後で会議のために何時に伺ったら